Yeah, I know. It hasn't been the same, actually. To be yeah, honest because we're like, oh, we need to look up this one thing, and then, and then you're not here, and we're like, we gotta do it. Yeah, and then we gotta do it. Oh, what the no. heck is that? Oh, no. You know, once we get advertisers, you're getting a pay cut. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everyone, to the Spooky Siblings. If you haven't watched this before, this is a show where we talk about horror movies, about what we like about them, about what's scary about them, and we we give them a rating. Yes, and what we don't like about them. And what we don't like. You have your trusty notebook? I got my trusty notebook. I'm glad you're finally taking notes instead of on your phone. Why? Isn't it better? Yeah, no, uh, I didn't know you were such an enthusiast about paper. <laughs> Anyways, today, <laughs> today we're, uh, today we're, um, today we watched Alien. Yes. We're here to talk about Alien today. The OG Alien. The OG 1979, starring Sigourney Weaver and I don't know who any of the other people are. <laughs> um, Tom Skirt, which is Dallas. Um, Veronica Cartwright is Lambert. John Hurt is Kane. All these people are dead, I'm pretty sure. Really? Great movie. Great movie. Ridley I, Scott. I really like this movie. Uh, yeah, Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah. I always get Ridley and Ripley confused. Dallas is actually still alive. He's 90 years old. Wow. Holy smokes. Oh, uh, can everybody please uh, welcome back Nadine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Nadine. This is the return really of Nadine. She hasn't been here for the last few episodes. We've yeah. missed her. Thanks for having me. We're <laughs> glad to have you back, honestly. Welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. Perfect. Don't ever leave again. <laughs> okay, so do you want to do initial rating? Um, I think this is a strong eight from me. I put eight, too. Nice. Yeah. Wow, look at that. I don't think we've ever matched. I don't think Except so. Except like 10 out of 10 on Hereditary. On the 10s, yeah. Oh, hereditary. You <laughs> missed that one, Nadine. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah, you would have hated it. <laughs> you would have just even hated it hearing us talk about it. <laughs> true. All right, let's start with your likes. I like a lot of stuff about this movie. I've watched this now a few times. I don't know, I want to say three times. Uh-huh. I think this might be my third or my fourth. And I've liked it more every time. It's a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoy this movie. Yes. I think the big one is, like, the set design. Yeah. And the practical effects. Yes. Um, I wrote those, too. Yeah, just all the visual design is really well done. Obviously, very thoughtful. Like, I love how the humans have such a specific design language. And, you know, in the ships. Yeah. Very white. Yeah. Very neat and organized. Lots of buttons. Yes. And I love how every, like, every surface is covered with something. There's, like, no boring surface. Even just the plain walls, they yeah. have some sort of design on like them. Like, they have the piping sort of on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Everything is designed purposefully. Yeah. Nothing is left blank. Um, and I just appreciate that. It really adds to the atmosphere. And on the contrast, the aliens have such a specific design language, which is interesting to me because there's this infinite ways you could take that. You can't imagine what an alien's design language would be it's interesting to think that they even would have one like i don't know if it's artful but or if it's just purposeful but you know the black everything's very dark compared Mm -hmm. to the humans yeah 
and some more smooth shapes, very organic looking with those lines. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, everything kind of has, like, lines on it. Yeah. Uh, I just thought... You think the alien looked organic? I thought everything about, like, the ship, like, the alien ship. Oh, yeah, the alien ship, yes. Like, the alien's design language. Right, oh, yes. Assuming they're the ones who created and pilot the ship. Yeah, they did. Yeah, right. That's Prometheus, right? Yeah, like, everything had that. That's the best way I could describe it, is an organic look. Yes, you're right. Uh, yeah, because you're right on the organic, because it, they said that when they saw the big alien in the chair, they were said, like, it looks like he's coming out of the chair like he's molded to the chair mm-hmm. that's a point of discussion actually for me that was like one of the first things i wrote down was the throne room i don't know if it's a throne or a pilot seat or a pilot room yeah but what is going on there i think they explain it more in those prometheus movies oh yeah yeah is that an alien or is that a person no it is an alien it's like it's the creators of humanity and alien it's those those things those, those guys those big big white, dudes. white guys yeah oh okay that makes sense so it's not even a like it's not a necromorph no no they made the necromorphs that's why because i was thinking why would a necromorph yeah like why would it be why would it have an alien because it, it had something blow out of the inside of it which obviously is an alien yeah yeah exactly why would they do that to themselves well i think it just got out of hand right mm, yeah i guess because they're the perfect organism. They're the perfect killing machine. The, the perfect organism I wrote down as alike. I don't know exactly what <laughs> what to put it into, but I looked it up, and that's actually, they coined that. Oh, really? Yeah, Ridley Scott coined that for this movie. Oh. The perfect organism. That's pretty pretty cool. Which is, yeah, like, it's, it's a very memorable line. It is. It's such a quote. Yeah. And it's pays a lot of... It's a lot. It has a lot of weight in the story, right? Definitely. Even just to think about a perfect organism, it's crazy. Yeah, well, perfect is kind of subjective, but ash means perfect in the sense that it survives. Yes. Regardless of the conditions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I think my, my set of my list of likes was my biggest list. Uh, just sticking to the humans, I love... I really, really liked was how there's not much jargon in their conversation. Mm. Too often, man, in space like movies, it's just filled with jargon that's un- not understandable. Yeah. Because they're talking about something's going on with the ship. Yeah. And it's just filler. I love how this, like, even when they were talking about the ship, it was just understandable stuff. The, mm. the thruster, the generator. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what they said. The air vents, but. Yeah. Everything's understandable. Like, I really don't like that when space movies are just filled with... They make it sound smarter than yeah, it has to be. Yeah, and it's just... I don't like that. That That's I really appreciate about the script of Definitely, this movie. Definitely, yeah. I guess that. It just is not, not filled with jargon. You have something you want to give me? Uh, honestly, I'm really liking your list because I agree with it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my next one was Mother being named Mother. Yeah, I love that the ship was named Mother... It seems like it's like so encompassing and like. I think it's it's, it's oh. like it puts it in a different. Like if you compare Mother to say Hal three thousand, yeah. right? Hal three thousand is scary, a rogue computer, but the name isn't scary. Yeah. The name Mother 
ma- humanizes it yeah and insinuates a human dependency on it yeah that's m- our mother like yeah you know what i mean even if it's not obviously it's not our mother but calling it mother it's like it's the leader and it's our but like it essentially is well yeah exactly it's their like lifeline right exactly so calling a mother is like apt mm-hmm. and also i feel like adds a, a scary element to it mm-hmm. because like they're abandoned by mother yeah <laughs> you yeah know what I mean? it led them astray yeah uh, just a human element to it like how is a human name obviously but yeah and like how 3000 like it, it it's it's a mouthful it doesn't carry the same weight you're right no mother is like every human <laughs> immediately resonates with mother yes especially in that one scene where she's she's uh telling it i i put out the fires yeah yeah i did this wedge and she's screaming at it mother <laughs> yeah. like that's a that's a, a apt um and like she's mad at it like it's she humanizes she's it. mad at it yeah. but she's also yelling at it like a child calls for its mother when it's scared yeah yeah when it's in trouble like it's <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like i did this it's okay now yeah <laughs> yeah so it's a little touch but it clearly shows how much ridley scott thought about this movie yes yeah i love the exploration of human android relations mm. and i guess it wasn't explored quite as much as it is in the second one yeah um, but they didn't know because they didn't know yeah uh, like in the second one she's very wary of androids yeah she doesn't trust them but even when they find out he's an android like they're upset like why would they send us with an android exactly yeah so there's clearly a level of it. distrust yeah which is rightful i mean he was like evil from the start i loved how his his intents are obvious yes yeah like in his actions yeah not to everyone because they don't know but obviously as the viewer having watched it multiple times it's like oh he he lets them in, right? Yeah. First of all, he di- he he doesn't follow her order of not letting them in because yeah, she was in command at that point. Exactly. Unbelievable, yeah. And he even when he wants to cut it off, he's like, "No, we need to preserve it." Yeah, We've he never only seen wants something to cut. Like this. Yeah, he's trying to cut a little tiny digit off. Mm-hmm. Not even like, not even the like, not even above like where it connects to the body, but like just. Yeah. A little. Yeah, like he doesn't actually want to hurt it. Yeah. Ugh, crazy. But uh, what I want to ask is, do they actually know anything about it? Like, what I'm asking is, did they intercept the signal and that was all earnest? Like they traveled no. to the planet. It was all. It was all by design. So they knew yeah. that specific alien was there. Yeah. When they sent them. Yes. How do you know that? They explain it in the other movies. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't think I've seen Prometheus, or it's, maybe I have a long I time ago. I think it's good. I've seen Aliens, the second yeah. one, which they, is fun, but because they want that perfect killing machine, you know, they mm-hmm. think that they can control it against other things that they want to kill, but they can't. They can't, and they will never. But they don't know that because they're insane. So they haven't actually encountered it, but they know it exists. Yeah, because I think there were other other missions or some documents or something somebody knew about it some higher up guy knew about it it's all explained in the prometheus ones and okay well that's fine we're not watching prometheus yeah yeah but but they did know it was there 
and they wanted it. So I guess, yeah, if it's explained in another movie, but that was actually one of my dislikes was I would like to a little more clarification on how they knew, like, uh, why they sent them. kind of in the movie when when he's seeing the special order, what was it, special order 937 is Mm -hmm. to bring back the organism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what I'm asking is, was Supreme Order 937 given to Ash once they found the organism, or was that from the start? No, I think it was from the start because... The ship took them to that that system, which it shouldn't have. It was going home. So it took it to it the... It took them because they... They were supposed to go and get it. Oh, not because they intercepted a distress call. That's a lie? Yeah. Okay. That like, the sense. signal was there because it's a warning, right? It was a warning. It's a s- warning signal. It's a warning signal, not a SOS uh, okay. signal. Okay. Okay, I like that. Well, that's what they said in the... Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah, because he was like, oh, I can't... Ash was like, oh, I can't decipher this. And so when Ripley was trying to decipher it herself, she's like, it's weird. It's not a... doesn't seem like an SOS. It seems like more of a warning. And then when she was like, I oh, want to go... Missed, missed yeah. that line. <laughs> yeah, and so when she was going to go and be like, oh, I want to go get them. And then Ash was like, oh, no. Um, they'll figure out it's a warning mm. and come back. Right? And that's when they came back. Okay, yeah, yeah. You picked up on that a little better than I did. (laughs) Well, that's why there's two heads here. Yeah. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Two heads, four eyes. (laughs) But yes, it was all by design. They were supposed to. The cargo (laughs) was a second thought, I think. Like, the mining. But why would they send a mining ship, like a mining crew? Why wouldn't they send a specialized crew of mercenaries? Because they, they don't want the people. The people are not... Oh, so they were just hoping the alien would get on the ship, kill everybody, the ship would come back with the alien on it. Exactly. And the cargo was just a bonus. That's it. It was just a it was just a means to an end. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fair enough. That's my thought. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. No, that makes sense to me, to be honest. My uh my next (laughs) my next one I wrote down was just Sigourney Reaver. Yes. That was it. Yes. I love her. Acting was fantastic. Um so hot in this movie, to be so honest. So hot, man. She's got the big seventies hair. Yeah. Chucks. She's like very punk rock. Those, oh my the god. Attitude. That scene with her on that computer and her foot is up on it. I'm like, hot, oh, man. So hot. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Definitely. Iconic. She's that. Yeah. So punk rock. Very. Yeah, I loved everything about her in this movie. To be honest. Hundred percent. I think you hit everything. I love the scenes with Alien with the Alien. Yeah. And just how utterly... Almost every scene is, yeah, so scary. It is. I understand it's a scary movie, right? But I can't help but put myself in their shoes Mm -hmm. and, like, how would I react? (laughs) How would I react if I came across this, like, beast? Probably a lot like Lambert. (laughs) Yes. She just freezes and pees her pants. Yeah. Because, like, you're in awe of it, kind of, right? Well, it's, like, nine feet tall. Yeah. Black. With this massive head. Yeah, Oof. terrifying. And the second. Oh, wait, I gotta edit that out. It's not scary because it's black. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, it's just like the, it, it's it's a scary looking thing. Also, it's black. <laughs> That's an edit point. That's an edit point. Um. Should we try that again? It's nine feet tall. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. <laughs> um. 
<laughs> no. There's a strange color to it. Yeah, yeah. The color is colored. <laughs> no, no. Cut that one. <laughs> colored. Edit that out. Edit that out. I'm so we sorry. We just lost five minutes of content. <laughs> That's all gone right now. Oh, no, it's not. No, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Um, yes, it's nine feet tall. It's, yeah, something like that, right? Like, it's huge. It's massive. It has two mouths. It has those weird pipey things coming out of the back of it. Yeah. Do you guys know where the two mouths inspiration come from? Yeah, it's from that one. From the moray eel. Yes, the oh, eel, yeah. Yeah, the moray eel actually it, has. Well, it's not quite like that where it's like a whole head that comes well, out. Well, no, of, but it's. But it actually has a secondary set of that, jaws. That like, draws it into its throat. On muscles stuff. that actually jumps out like that and catches yeah. its prey like that. So yeah. it'll bite it. And then its second one will come out and grab it again and pull it in. Yeah, it's actually real. Yeah, Nadine's um, which is an amazing nemesis, the eels. The eel. No, no, she's that's like her, her spirit animal. Not nemesis. It is. I thought you hated them because they were so mysterious. They are mysterious, but uh, that's why I'm so. She's. Oh, she, you're enchanted. She herself is dark and mysterious. Oh. <laughs> she's enchanted strange, by the eels. Strange and unusual. Oh, maybe Nadine would be Ripley in our world. No, she would be the alien. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's okay. She'd be the alien. They are all female. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, that I didn't know. And they're ruled by a queen. Oh, question. But we're not that far. Uh, the face huggers. Yeah. Are they a, a secondary species? Are they like the male alien they've got to be something like that because like they're the initial egg layers right but they come out of an egg i think they come out of the egg the alien comes out of them are they like a? could they be considered like a larva then oh yeah that makes sense i actually i just thought of that but that actually makes a lot of sense they're a larval lar- larva stage and then kind of, it's right? kind of laid it's or... almost like a living cocoon yeah, and then it goes into, so it goes egg, face hugger, necromorph. Yeah. Because, like, the queen lays the eggs. Yeah, we don't get any queen in this. We no, any... no, 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 no. We don't get the queen in this one. You know, I kind of like that, that we don't get. It's so mysterious. It's not much explanation. It's just, here's this thing, immediate horror. Yeah. Like, that's, it's, the movie is so claustrophobic to me. Like, not only are you in a spaceship. But this thing on your face, like I hate breathing in hot air. Yeah. I can't. I can't. If even if I'm breathing out and my breath touches the top of my lip, I die. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> like when you have like a jacket that's too. Yes, high. I can't handle it. <laughs> it bothers me so much. That's really funny. I can't breathe in hot air, and then just thinking about this thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just covering his mouth. It's covering his whole face. His whole face. And, And like, he doesn't remember anything. It's, like, gooey. It's gooey, and it's in his throat. Yeah. It's breathing for him. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's very gross and, uh, like, a great piece of body horror. Ugh. And, like, a great piece of body horror without being too gory. A guy's head pops off his body. (laughs) No, that was an android, bro. That was not a real human. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Just so creative, like so imaginative. Yeah, I don't know how, the, how they came up with that. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've seen anything like that before this. Like, I don't think anything. Like, I, I would love to know what Ridley Scott's influences were besides the Moray Eel because. 
everything is so imaginative and creative and i feel like set such a precedent and oh so God, influential yeah. in coming years oh like my God. even when you talk about something like the eggs yeah literally every alien thing not alien the franchise but every movie uh game following an alien species when they depict eggs they depict them like that yeah like casings stuck to the floor yeah about you know two or three feet even down to like the game halo like that's Mm, what the eggs that's what the eggs look like Mm -hmm. like so influential that the face hugger obviously direct link to half-life oh yeah right all right yeah just so many things about this movie was so influential it was it set the bar for sure it's it's a it's a great well done movie uh, one of my likes I forgot to say was that I liked how the cat can go into the sleeping vessels too, so they can have <laughs> kitty cats on the ship. Yeah, right. Because I would have ten kitty cats with me. Yeah, if I everyone sleeps with a cat. <laughs> it's like, but I'm allergic. Oh, cat! We'll get you. We'll get in the hypoallergenic. Then you one. stay out, and the cat the cat goes in the thing. Yeah. Imagine sleeping with a cat for like months on end. That'd I be would so get nice. really itchy. Yeah, you would. I would literally die of allergies. <laughs> I would. I would take my kitty cat, <laughs> and I would love her and cuddle her for months and months and months. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. There were a couple of things I wanted to look up that I forgot about. Actually. Okay, hit me. The name Nostromo. Okay, let me look it up. Um, also, did you notice the Zeta Reticuli reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Zeta Reticuli star system is the specific star system quoted by Betty and Barney Hill. Betty and Barney Hill are the original alien abduction stories in, uh, I don't know, 54 something. Or it might have even been late 40s. Mm. Betty and Barney Hill are the first alien... What's the word I'm looking for? First-hand account. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You don't even understand how much of alien culture is directly rooted in Betty and Barney Hill's accounts. Really? Yeah. The Zeta Reticuli system, so which they, is also... They said that's where like they went or that's, something? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's a really... So that's a, that's a purposeful touch. Right. I think was That's so making cool. the Zeta Reticuli. I didn't know that. Um, Nostromo. Nostromo is an Italian expatriate who has risen to the position through his bravery and daring exploits. It's Italian for shipmate or boatswain. So it's from, so it's a book. The name could also be considered a corruption of the Italian phrase, blah, 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 meaning our man. So hmm. either shipmate, so shipmate, that's the shipmate. <laughs> And, uh, or the man, I guess, the alien. You know, what I did find really interesting was that this is 79. This is only 10 years after the moon landing. Oh, yeah. Like, space exploration was very infantile. Oh, yeah. But you can clearly see how much of a grip it had on society and just on the population. Like, it's on everyone's minds. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, this is only 10 years after, and (laughs) space travel does not look anything like what's depicted in the movie but you can clearly see just the influence apollo had and how it just sent people's imaginations off into this new frontier right yeah i found that really interesting when you put it in context because nowadays like 
we take space travel for granted, kind of. Yeah. But this is 79, where it's like, oh, we're going to space now, you know? Such a new thing. I like to thank Apollo for the horror movies. Yeah, Yeah, true. It has the influence. But, yeah, that is crazy. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, exactly 10 years after. That's crazy. Good, Good timing, eh? Well, I think... I think it's the reason for the timing. Like, I think those missions put space in everyone's heads. Oh, yeah. I just found that interesting. It really is. I really didn't think of that. When you think about it culturally, like, space wasn't part of the culture before mid-late 60s. Really. No, it was just, like, alien abduction sort of things, right? Yeah. Not travel and... We weren't exactly considered spacefaring, but... <laughs> in 10 years, uh, you know, your imagination is depicting... Space conquering. Yeah, yeah. Space scares me. Space is the single scariest environment. It really is. So, like, every space horror movie already has a leg just on being space is scary. But it really depends on what you do with it. And I think think this movie did all the right things with it. (laughs) Definitely. I agree with you. Like, especially, I love that. Yes, the idea of being trapped in space. But, like, they're on the planet and the alien gets on. And they're like, can we please get out of here? But leaving is what dooms them. What do you mean? If they're trapped on the ship with the alien, if they were on some kind of planet, sure, there might be other aliens or whatever, but they could get off the ship. Um. Once they're in space, you can't get off the ship. Now they're trapped. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So literally by leaving, like that's what dooms them. Yeah. You Oof. know what I mean? That's the horror of space without talking about it, is you can't leave. You yeah. can't step outside of your ship. You know, even in water, you can swim. Space, you got no option. Ugh. You can't step outside. Disgusting. So, like, without even saying it so directly, yeah, that's the horror of space. Yeah. And especially, like, oh, let's just blast it out the airlock. But, like, that's the last resort. Yeah. Because it's you don't so be dangerous. With the airlock. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go into space. I would never go to space. You wouldn't ever? No. If, like, tomorrow it was, like, Wally and we're, like, we're getting on a huge ship. The Earth is doomed. We're getting in space. I'd be like, I will die here. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I think I would too. Yeah. What am I going to go do in space? Yeah. I'm okay. If they were like, you can sleep for two years and we'll wake up on a new planet looks just like Earth. You screw that, bro. I'll die here, man. Yeah, go why not? Go have fun on the next planet. Yeah. I don't need to go to another place. Right? Uh, Earth is uh, a good place to die. The place, if you ask me. <laughs> Crazy to think that there's humans who haven't died on earth is there i don't know there's that one astronaut russian astronaut who burned up coming in yeah but that's the atmosphere would that still can be considered earth yeah i don't know discussion but not (laughs) Not for this episode (laughs) not for this one again talking about the imagination that ridley scott has the acid blood yeah that's so scary and it's going through each freaking floor yeah like very imaginative very and, and it's like nobody could see that coming nobody saw that coming for sure yeah and it's so scary because all of a sudden it takes this already tough thing and turns it indestructible yeah because even when he was trying to lift the leg the tail around his neck was, was, was tightening, tightening. Yeah. so like so it's like it's already a formidable creature yes the fact that it has alien blood literally makes it indestructible. Like, how do you kill this thing? Yeah. Acidic blood. Yeah, like, imagine if they were on, like, if you're on a ship and you have that happen to you, 
if you were on like a lower floor, it would have went yeah, through the hall. That's like... it. That's game over. <laughs> yeah. If you're on a planet, something with atmosphere, okay. Yeah. But in space, you got no hope. Yeah. Like that's, it is a perfect little organism, isn't it? Uh, yeah, literally the perfect organism. Ugh. Yeah, the, the, the blood scene was great. It was super scary. I think, uh, yeah, it's super scary, but I think just the idea of it makes the creature so scary. Yeah, because there's nothing you can do. Makes You're so it, helpless. Makes it next to invincible. Yeah, because even when they were saying, like, the skin is very thick, and but the underbelly, like, when they flipped over and the underbelly was, like, like you said, an oyster, it's so soft and, like, squishy. I don't even know, like... Yeah, like, it's clearly vulnerable from there. Yeah, but if it's if it's vulnerable, yeah, it's vulnerable from the underbelly. But like, even if it's like coming at you and you manage to stab it, the blood now is still gonna splash all yeah, over your face and stuff. You're still gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, nasty, nasty stuff. Yeah, very scary, very scary, very imaginative. I wonder if they killed him, if they like cut his head off or something. If the alien would still gestate and come out of his. Interesting. Um, I think it would. You think it would? Well, if you look at, like, you know, flies or whatever, some, like, wasps do that. I guess so. I don't think it would matter it, if it's living or dead. It's just eating the tissue. Like, how long did it take? Not it, long. It a was A day or maybe? So it takes a day to, like, lay the egg in him or? Maybe two days, the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, it seemed like it went fast because, like, even when... It was shedding and growing larger. It seemed like it was only maybe well, yeah. a couple hours. Well, yeah, it grows really quickly. That's yeah. that's a thing about it, right? Is it grows really quickly? Like it's all of a sudden it's out, and then all of a sudden it's nine feet tall. <sighs> yeah, like I we only saw one shedding. Yeah, we only saw one shed. But I'm assuming it. But it wasn't even that big. But that no, well, been, that like, was when it was one. small. Yeah. That seems like it would have been the first one, but I'm assuming it probably shed, like, multiple times. Ugh. Very quickly, right? Ugh. Yeah. Imagine watching that thing shed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Ugh. Disgusting. That could be a very scary scene. That would have been a very scary scene. Just watching it, like, <laughs> That, like, gives me gross thumbs. Yeah, for sure. Um, watching anything shed freaks me out to be honest I really don't, I, yeah i don't like that like lizards and stuff oh gross <laughs> what are you doing bro <laughs> i guess so oh um and also for the face hugger it, it it's also indestructible because he was saying like the skin it sheds so quickly and then it's replaced with silicone yeah that's insane like mm. it's it's insane how he really did think of so much stuff for this little creature yeah and it's not like lazy it's just like oh it, it's indestructible it's like yeah yeah well this is how it does it it's like so many fail safes for this little thing mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah disgusting. thorough writing very thorough and that's very appreciated um do you want to talk about the very iconic bursting scene? scene yeah yeah, I called it the burst scene, but it's kind of a birth scene, right? Birth. <laughs> it is a birthing scene, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? I, that was the one example of not great practical effects. Like, the alien looked great. Uh, just the way it moved was <laughs> not great. Well, I mean. The way it comes out, it, it kind of looks like it's just, like, on a stick and someone's pushing it, it to the table. It probably was. And then when it runs off the table, it's just like. Is it not great. 
I, that being said, I still loved it. Yeah. And the way it comes out and um, Kane, right? Kane's. Uh, so today I actually wrote down. I made an effort to write down all of the characters. Oh yeah, yeah. And who they are, so I remember because that's always such a bad picture. Kane's um, acting in that scene was fantastic. I've never had an alien burst out of me, but there was one time I was really sick. I don't remember what was wrong with me, but I had such a pain in my stomach like I've never experienced before and since. No, it wasn't the food poisoning. Or, no, you might be right. It might have been. Uh, But I had such an incredible pain in my stomach that his writhing reminded me of how I was writhing. I was literally, I couldn't sit still. I was sitting on the couch. And I was going like this because I had such a pain in my stomach. So that immediately made me relate to just his acting, his writhing. Great acting. Yeah. And like (laughs) very, very representative of what an extreme stomach pain feels like. Yeah. I just loved the whole scene. Like it's so iconic. I loved how they were just freaking out. But first of all, why are they letting him out? Okay. Yeah. He seems fine. The thing is dead. But obviously something's going on, you guys. Like, I don't know why they let him out yeah, so early. Yeah, they didn't early. really, like, try to get down to it. They were just like, uh, oh, he's fine. Yay. okay? Yeah, you want some water? Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, there was a few stupids in this movie. That that was a little stupid, yes. Um, letting somebody out of quarantine so quick. Plus, when, uh, when they first realized that it was not on his face, I would not be going in that room. Are I you know, kidding me? I know. So he was locked in a room with this thing. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, it's not there, but we can't see it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going in there to find it. <laughs> well, they did. <laughs> yeah, three of them <laughs> did. Like, lock one person in there and tell them to go look for it. Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Yeah, make Ash go find it since he was so obsessed with it. A couple of stupids. Not that many. But those not- ones, there was a couple of let's split up moments. Yeah. Or let's go alone. I hate alone. this let's split up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the like when so when he is writhing and he's on the on the table he's trying to get a spoon in his mouth so he doesn't like bite his own tongue off and like the first initial uh, blood squirt he's like paused and everybody's just paused like it was so it was such a great pause like everybody stopped like everyone was in so much shock everyone's like okay what is going on yeah and then all of a sudden he starts writhing again oh i love that i love that scene Mm -hmm. it's amazing you can like picture it biting its way out yeah exactly yeah because like like that was the first right yeah yeah well that was (laughs) probably yeah like (laughs) like the first starting yeah and then as soon as it starts to poke out it's It's like like a it's like a bird coming out of an egg right it pokes yeah. a hole yeah and then it pushes its head through right yeah <laughs> yeah like yes yeah, awful but it was so good one of the most iconic pieces of pop culture there are so many iconic scenes in this whole movie absolutely but that is that's that transcends the movie that's one of yeah. the most influential pieces of pop culture I think. definitely like, like you've seen that and parodies of that and copies of that like there are so many firsts in this movie yeah that's the that's the thing about this movie so many firsts it takes a different level of imagination and talent and creativity to come up with so many things like that yeah man what was this guy on honestly honestly yeah right another claustrophobic scene was when dallas was looking for the alien in the air vents 
it's just even when we're playing Alien the game and we're in the air vents, I get so like that makes me tense up so much. Like it freaks me out a lot, and it's dark and oh no, it's it's right behind you. Get out, Dallas, get out! And yeah. she's screaming and it's like shut. Up. Her voice acting, by the way, in that scene was fantastic. Yeah, she sounded really scared. Yeah, I think they all did a great job. Like even when when Ripley is uh breathing and she's shuddering like i don't know how actors do that i I was actually thinking about that closer towards the end i think when she's walking into the shuttle by herself and she just looks so scared and she's walking (laughs) and i was like man i I just start. i always start thinking like can i act (laughs) and i was like i don't think i can act that scared like how do you act so scared like that yeah and even just the breathing like the shuddering like the <gasps> yeah how yeah. do you do that yeah. i can't and yeah. act serious and frantic and all this stuff it's crazy yeah it's really admirable honestly. she's a great actress same with lambert i really liked her acting yeah she did scared really well yeah that scene with dallas and you see it's like hands are like this and and it's like finny kind yeah, of they're webbed webbed but they're kind of like bluey almost and you can see the light shine through them and and just the face the hands are uncanny valley almost Mm -hmm. they look yeah because they're clearly hands yeah and like we we recognize hands anywhere we see them yeah but they're so different like even the texture on the underside is kind of like a reptile yeah yeah the hands is a good piece of horror because it's like uncanny valley it touches on the uncanny valley yeah imagine those things grabbing you oh jesus imagine <laughs> how strong that thing is yeah. <laughs> yeah the strength of that thing must be insane Ugh, imagine that thing is exists i mean in some universe maybe it does technically yeah it could it would that makes me want to kill myself just thinking about it <laughs> bro that could exist in our universe no please. just somewhere out in could be in the Zeta Reticula. Oh, God. Um, oh, the cat in the box. So, like, when she's trying to get onto the shuttle and she, like, puts the cat down and the alien, like, goes to look at it. It doesn't attack the cat. Do you think there's a reason why it's not attacking cats and just humans? Well, actually, I, figured I, it would just I did write down. I didn't quite write down that, but I did write down why is the alien killing because that's what it does. That's just all it does. Does it eat them? I don't... I think so because, like, we saw Lambert and when they went to go get the cooling and stuff. Oh, it's not a necromorph. It's a xenomorph. Xenomorph. My bad. My bad. We've been calling it a ne- What's a necromorph? Necromorph. Necromorph is from Dead Space. Oh. That's my bad. That's my bad. I'm the one that said necromorph. That's my bad. Xenomorph. Xenomorph, yes. Um, when I Lam- got the two mixed. That's my bad. <laughs> The xenomorph, not necromorph. <laughs> yeah, I know. People are going to lose it at that, bro. When Lambert and Parker are attacked by it, she does. it's not, they didn't get eaten. They're just dead. Killed, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't it think. It just kills for sport? I don't it think just it. just kills. It just kills indiscriminately, like how the android said. Would it? I realize we didn't get an android. We didn't get we didn't get any kind of scene with them between the two. He was dead before it really got out. Mm-hmm. But would it have killed him? I don't think so. In the game, they don't. In right? the game, they don't because so it's it just, just not wants alive. To kill 
people. But why doesn't it kill the cat? That's what I was thinking. Why doesn't it kill cats? Does it like assess a threat level maybe? No, I think it's because like they the xenomorphs were made specifically to wipe out humanity. Oh, that's something you're talking about is explained in Prometheus. Yes. Okay, that's fair. See, I haven't seen those, so I don't really have that backstory. So if there's something that was designed to kill humans, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but like, okay, yeah, you're designed to kill humans, but if you see another living thing, you're not going to kill it? Well, if it has, if it's a... Pre-designed sort of thing? Yeah, and he said it doesn't have a conscience. Like, Yeah, I guess clearly so. doesn't think things through that deeply. It's obviously very intelligent, but yeah, not introspective in any way. I guess so. Imagine if that thing was introspective. <laughs> I also uh, liked how she was just chucking the cat around in that cargo box. She's just... Uh... But you know what I don't get about this stuff is like... Okay, so that's the alien's ship that they found, right? Or is mm-hmm. that someone else's ship? No, that's the aliens. Not like not it's like <laughs> xenomorph aliens, other aliens. Oh, other aliens. Yeah, not xenomorph aliens. Oh, okay. Because what I was going to say was it ma- makes me feel weird to imagine these aliens the xenomorphs like piloting something and like doing jobs and communicating like running a ship together (laughs) i can't imagine that happening just communicating by screeches yeah like can you get that over there can you fix that for me like i don't think they would have those conversations no killing they didn't no no Um, okay that makes the ship was not alien xenomorph ship it was the prometheus alien ship okay that makes sense to me you know, really interesting choice that they would they would leave room for so much lore without describing any of it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's really interesting. It's an interesting choice to just focus on the horror. Well, maybe maybe he did have all that lore and chose to leave it out to, Absol- to make more Absolutely movies. could be. Yeah. Either way, it was an interesting choice to not discuss any of it, not really bring any of it up or explain anything. Yeah. Just but just it doesn't purely take... give us the horror. No, no, that's not a bad. That's not a strike yeah. against. Yeah, it at doesn't all. take anything away from it. Because that's not sometimes a strike against it does. At all because sure, absolutely. When there's plot holes like that, yeah, which there's a lot of things unexplained, but it's not really important to the story. Yeah, the story is they're trapped on the ship with this thing. It's just about the horror of that. But like. I was thinking back to the eggs, like, when he finds them, and he's like, oh, the mist kind of reacts to being touched, mm-hmm. and then as soon as he touches the egg, it starts to move inside. I'm just thinking, like, bro, what made you want to stay and watch that? I would be getting out of there. Yeah. It's insane. Classical hopeful, hopeful humanity, then. <laughs> it's crazy. Curiosity killed the god. <laughs> They killed a lot of cats. You know what's so scary about this movie and just the xenomorph in general is like right, there's only one of them. Yeah, there's that's only the thing. one, and it kills everybody, and they can't stop it. Yeah. And, and how many eggs, eggs were there? Imagine if they touched two, they wouldn't have lasted ten minutes. Right. Imagine, imagine if he like fell backwards or accidentally stepped on one yeah, or yeah. like. That's it. That's it. Game over. Yeah. Like, imagine if there's more than one. Xenomorph. Which there is in the second one. Yeah. The second one's more just, like, action, like, fighting them. Which is kind of fun. It's kind of what you want after the first one. The first one's, like, very tense and scary. And the second one's just, like... Let's kill them. Yeah. Revenge. A part, uh, just just one little thing that I love so much. One of my favorite touches of the movie is just what it does to the mask. 
the face hugger when it jumps oh. on Kane's when jumps on Kane's face. Like it gets to his face through a plate of glass and the way it like melts it and bends it. Yeah. It's so like confusing. Like how could it do that? And so scary. Yeah, you're and right, actually. Just a beautiful piece of prop design. Yeah, because it did look like it was melted. Yeah. Like easily he could have they could have had a scene where he lifts his helmet to look at it or something. But this like shows the pure force of it yeah the pure strength of it yeah it jumps through this mask and like molds it i guess through acid maybe right yeah but if it was acid his face would be messed up true i think it's mostly just like pure strength and like the heat from the force of it yeah disgusting yes yeah, you're right beautiful little piece of property you're right i did really like that scene seeing it it was like a split second but yeah it's it not was, a long scene but it's actually it one was, of my favorite parts of the movie it was very nice it's just so surreal like <laughs> yeah. what could what could do that like you want to think that's a piece of protection equipment like that shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah right but it obviously paints how helpless we are yes like, we're not prepared no it's a perfect organism and we're like mainly flawed (laughs) (laughs) like we're not even we're not even on the way to perfect we're fleshy flawed things i love the last uh kind of standoff with her and uh the alien it where she throws it out the airlock shoots it and then it's like climbing back up and then it gets into the burner it's like it's like no (laughs) What can you do now? It's like, it's indestructible. When it goes to the vent, that's scary scene. Like, that's like, it made me think like, oh my God, it's getting back in. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Imagine seeing that. And then finally. But even then. Very satisfying scene to just, the way yeah. she hits the burner and it blows it out. Very yeah. Satisfying. But even then, man, like, it's like, it cannot survive the vacuum of space. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing, right? I think so. Can I think it? so. So like like does it just survive and then land on some other helpless planet and make eggs or kill everything or like what? It's is pretty it? funny to picture it just floating through space. Because <laughs> yeah, like it's not even clear if she killed it or not, or if she just she blasted didn't. I don't it think she did. I think it was still alive. Yeah, it could be. But what was it doing on the shuttle though? Like, was it sleeping? I think what? it was. I f- my idea was it was trying to get to her. And when she launched, like, she injured it or something. That was kind of what I thought. But you're right. There's not a lot of explanation in there. Probably probably open for interpretation, too. Yeah, because I really didn't know. It had that scene where the second mouth comes out, and it's like, what, is it yawning or something? Like, what's going on? Yeah, right? It's kind of snake-tonguing. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it's doing. But it It, seemed like it didn't notice her. Yeah. It seemed definitely some kind of dazed or some kind of not entirely. Maybe it was sleeping. Yeah, it could have been. Maybe. Maybe it was just a nice little spot. And it did look cozy. Yeah. It was really tired from killing everybody. Yeah, for sure. It's been running around the ship all day. (laughs) Yeah. It looked really comfy nestled in between all those pipes. I loved how uh, they kept so many aspects of the movie and put it in the game yeah so good yeah I'm, like i said bro like i was saying like this is giving me ptsd like <laughs> it actually was especially you're right when he's crawling into the vents and when she's climbing the ladders the yeah. ladders really did it for me yeah and especially when they brought out the uh just the sensors yeah and the beeping beep, yeah beep. 
Yeah, no kidding. That's like, ugh. God, I hate that so much. <laughs> it it would have been perfect if she just hid in the locker. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I walked by. Bro, I spent, I spent hours playing a video game where I was just locked in a locker. <laughs> like, not doing anything. Sometimes I think, like, am I doing this right? Like, what's going on? I've literally spent hours in a locker simulator. I know. I know. One time I was in a locker and I went, I was in there so for so long, like, I went and made something to eat. I was still in the locker, and it still kept cycling. Like, I'm like, when am yeah, I ever... Yeah, sometimes they won't go away. When am I so ever going to get out of this locker? I so know. I just shut it off and rage quit. <laughs> but Any dislikes? Um, We've been talking about our likes, which is fair. This is a great movie. Honestly, I really don't have... I even no. liked, like, the whole Android... Like when they destroy, like when they knock his head off. Oh yeah, and like I the love insides, that. like the insides could have been just like wires or some cheap kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but it was like faux biology. Yeah, it yeah. had those weird like glass balls and tubes. Yeah. And even that was amazing. Like I don't, I don't know what I, yeah, people could dislike about it. I don't know. I'll tell you the only thing really I disliked was. Like, I felt like I wanted a little bit more backstory, but I, I do appreciate just just focusing on the horror of it. Um, so I, I kind of want to count that one out. The bursting scene, just like the slight lack of perfect effects there. When wh- that, that in contrast to the rest of the effects in the movie, which I thought were so good. I guess because they put so much attention to detail on everything else mm-hmm. except for that mm-hmm. one little bit. Maybe they just had technical difficulties and they just couldn't shoot it right or something. Totally, totally. You know, you it's not know. really that much of a strike against. But. I'm just trying to make content here. Oh, sorry. The other one, uh, <laughs> the only other one I wrote down was smoking. Smoking dates, dates movies, man. The smoking. Yeah, they're, they're they're chilling on the ship and they're smoking on the ship. Oh. Like, can you imagine smoking on a spaceship, bro? Like that. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know a movie is For old. from before ninety five. I know. Like, that's so funny. That really dates. Like the same thing on. I think I even said the same thing on. Event Horizon. Event Horizon, where they're smoking on the ship and it like so clearly dates the movie yeah. now. Obviously, obviously, any time before. I don't know what two thousand like something like that. It would have been whatever. I mean, maybe nowadays the, it dates it a little bit. I mean, maybe all the the crew um, agrees that smoking isn't that big of a deal. Maybe. And then they also maybe that's fair. <laughs> but that's yeah, fair. No, but you're even right. smoking, it's just like culturally, it really isn't yeah, the same as it was in '79. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I just feel like stuff like that. I felt like the movie, just certain touches are a little bit dated. The computers. Um, <laughs> A the computers as much as i love seeing crt screens i don't know why they just like i i love that 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 look, look. Kind of the aesthetic yeah and it actually give like i feel like there were so many space movies using those kind of like out of this era mm-hmm. using those kind of screens that crt screens almost feel sci-fi to me definitely yeah and you know what else like buttons they didn't oh, understand yeah how heavily we would rely on touch screens. Yeah. Like, we've done away with buttons mostly. Like, yes. we don't use buttons a lot. All touch. Yeah. But, I mean, wouldn't you need buttons if you're in a suit? Right, exactly. And, you know, have multiples as a fail-safe. Yeah. Totally. But mostly just big that. screens and touch screens. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it does. It does. Just certain things dates it, which is not a 
not necessarily points against because it's from 79. <laughs> it just dates it a little, and, you know, that's okay. It's the whole aesthetic. We enjoyed it either way. That being said, I really love this movie. I really enjoyed it. I've watched it a few times now, and to me, this has almost infinite replay value. Oh, definitely. Like, I'll watch this I don't know how many times. I'll watch this forever. All the time. It's a lot of fun. It doesn't stop being scary. It doesn't stop being entertaining. Yeah, because even when you know something's going to happen, it's like you're still tense. It almost makes it worse when you know what's going to happen. It's like, (laughs) no. Don't go in the vents. (laughs) Don't go in the vents. Yeah. Who in their right mind goes into vents? Well, yeah, who goes, who goes, okay, it's getting around using the vents, okay? Let's go into one. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get in the vent. With a big (laughs) flamethrower. Yeah. And in a enclosed space. Yeah. You want to do your final out of 10 rating? I think a solid eight for me. Yeah, I wouldn't change it. And that being said, I still really like this movie. Definitely. It's genuinely one of my favorites. I would recommend this to anybody. Of course. Anyone who likes sci-fi, anyone who likes horror, anyone who wants to get into horror. I would say this is a great starting place. Definitely. I love sci-fi horror. This is a great starting place or... Great for anyone who loves horror. Um, Spooky rating? Yeah, spooky rating, um, three? Oh, I gave it a three, too. Yeah, probably a three. I I was going to be like... Three of five. Yeah, three out of five. Yeah, I gave it three out of five, too, but I was just thinking, like, if I were to encounter it, it'd be a five out of five. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But but I have to... In concept, the xenomorph... Yeah. Is a ten out of five. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the concept of it is absolutely t- is a five out of five. Absolutely, but, but the, the movie, movie itself yeah. is a three out of five. Yeah, I think three or five is probably right. Um, and stupid meter. Stupid meter. I can't lie. Was decent. Should I gave it a two out of five. Two. Yeah, I'm probably at two too. Because they did mostly everything right, except, yeah, they there did. There were a couple of dumb moments. Dumb things. Yeah. But a couple of them. Granted, we're being led astray by Ash. Yes. That's why I kind of didn't give it a three or so. That's fair. I think this is the most we've agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to stop agreeing so much. Uh, yeah. It's kind of odd, but we had the exact same scores on everything, right? Yeah. I don't think we have done that in a while. Or ever. Yeah. It, just in closing, I love this movie. If you haven't seen this for some reason by now, watch it. Definitely. Oh, my God. Just... There's no excuse to have not seen this by now. Definitely. Okay. Well, that's it. Thank you for uh, listening and joining. And See you next week. Oh, yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everyone.